Jesus and Paul are leaving. In both our readings today, we have farewell discourses, so to speak. Speaking to the priests of the church of Ephesus, Paul imparts his final words to them in exhortation. It's an emotional scene. When he had finished speaking, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They were all weeping loudly as they threw their arms around Paul and kissed him, for they were deeply distressed that he had said that they would never see his face again. It's no less serious for the apostles in the gospel as they listen to Jesus offer his high priestly prayer, asking that they be safeguarded from the evils of the world and be consecrated in the truth. He adds in his prayer to the Father, But now I am coming to you. Jesus and Paul are leaving, but there is a deep spiritual lesson in this. Without going into an exegesis of the scriptural texts, the foretelling of their departures reveals a truth about what God calls us to in our own spiritual lives. At first, we are to sit at the feet of our teachers, soaking in their imparted wisdom, growing in docility to discipleship, learning what it means to be a Christian. We all have our teachers, our masters, our exemplars. For some, the canonized saints or for most of us, the everyday hidden saints who have gone unnoticed in the halls of history, those people who have walked with us for a time and showed what it means to follow Jesus. A good friend, a parent or grandparent, a spouse, maybe a good priest at your parish, or even a college chaplain. We've all had at least someone who was an image of Christ for us. And yet, usually in the realm of our spiritual lives, at some point, God asks us to venture beyond the comfortable relationships and embark on a new experiment of faith in our own personal call to holiness. In my own life, I've seen this as a progression from the universal to the particular. To become holy, to become saints, We must, of course, try as hard as we can to do God's will as it comes to us in a general way, a way that is valid for everyone. Through the everyday practice of the faith, reading the scriptures, following the commandments, partaking in the sacramental life of the church prayer, and for me, through following the tutelage of my mentors. It is also indispensable to go further to aspire to know not only what God demands of everyone in general, but also what he wants more specifically of us individually. These are the interpromptings, the movements of the Holy Spirit and the depths of our hearts by which God makes known to us what he is asking of us, and at the same time gives us the strength we need to accomplish it, at least if we give our consent. And now this is our moment. What is God asking of us personally? What is his personal call of holiness for our lives in this place and in this time? As Paul and Jesus foretell their departures, they do not leave their disciples orphan. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. And as we approach Pentecost this upcoming Sunday, we would do well to search the depths of our being, to find his presence there and discern his promptings 
for our lives. That's what it means to be holy.